The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. On VoiceAmericaVariety.com. I am Catherine Zox and I am your social worker with the microphone. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us this morning. Got a great show coming up. We have two guests this morning. The first one is Maria Celeste Arares. The second is David Pelzer. But let's talk about Maria because she has been described as a multimedia phenomenon, a role model, and an inspiration to all women everywhere. That's quite an endorsement. She is a uh, the host and the managing editor of Red Hot Live with Mama. She's uh, collaborated with Dateline, NBC Nightly News, with Brian Williams. She's an Emmy Award winner, winner. and now she is the author of uh, a new book, and we're going to be talking to her about her new book today. Uh, what is her secret? You will find the answer in her newest book, Make Your Life Prime Time, How to Have It All Without Losing Your Soul. Welcome to the show, Maria. Nice to have you on. Same here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very pleased. It's terrific. It's great. All right, so this is your new book. Uh, you've had a lot of adversity in your life, and this is a lot of what you write about in the book, but yet you've been able to overcome it. And overcome it. So uh, share some of highlights of the book with us today like go absolutely absolutely yes it is possible to have it all and uh, and to enjoy it um, but you know parting from the premise that you have to be first a, a, a successful human being and and that that is not an easy task but it can be accomplished and and the book is based on 36 uh, autobiographical anecdotes that I share with my viewers and um, that have to do with you know very difficult uh, and sometimes funny and sometimes moving and sometimes uh, dramatic situations that I've had to live, right, so and, uh, and there's a life lesson behind take, Maria, everything. Let's take one of the situations. Your parents had got divorced. I mean, and that, a lot of people can identify with, with that, I mean, unfortunately. So uh, you talk about the divorce, and you've overcome that. That's one of the autobiographical situations that you talk about in the book. Um, yeah, from, from that uh, that incident, which was one of the mo- most painful things in my, in my young life, I, I learned many things. One of them, how never to put your life, whether you're man or woman, in the life in the hands of another person, because you're bound to 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 lose that love and a life and, and 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 your finances as well. And then I talk also about I also learned from that incident about the power of forgiving. Uh, my mother uh, was very bitter for many many years because my father left her for another woman. And um, when it came to me, and after my second divorce, and I discovered that my husband at the time had was being unfaithful to me and had been unfaithful to me for about three years where we were having children, we had very small children, and he left me for her, ended up marrying her, I had the same choice as my mother had. And remembering what she went through, I decided not to get stuck and sour and dwell upon what happened, but instead forgive him and make peace with the other woman. And I embraced that situation, which was not easy, I must say, but it is possible. Well, it is in possible. the process, I liberated myself. I know women who are listening to my show, and I have a lot of women listening to this show, thinking, how can you make peace with the other woman? It's one thing to make choices and go on and 
forgive or forget him, but then to take it one step further and make peace with the other woman that he's been having an affair with while you've been married to him and having his children? How did you do that? How? Well, it didn't happen from day one. Of course, it took like a year or so, but some people never do it, and some take 20 years to do it, like my mother did. She did make peace with the other woman eventually, and they love each other now after 20 years. But I, I, I didn't take that long because I had seen that example. How do you do it? Well, first of all, you do it from parting from the premise that if you do it, it's good for you, not for her. And, and, and from the premise that if you do it, it's good for your children, not for her. And, you know, and, and then you understand that your children benefit from having an extended family. She was not a, uh, 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 you know, she was not good as a rival because she was, you know, obviously she took my husband away, but she was, actually she is a good stepmother. So, you know, I cannot control what happened before, but I can benefit from what is happening now. And my children benefit from this extended family. And in my case, because I didn't get stuck by, by, uh, by that situation, I, I, I was able to move on. I had the choice to stay there, sour, and dwell upon everything while they live happily ever after. And I decided not to live in the past, but live in the present and, and dream about the future, and that's what I did. And, and it, it, was, it was liberating. It was like taking a ton of blocks of the, of the, uh, of the weight of my shoulders. How did you do it? Did you have other people who helped? Did you have other women? Did you have therapists? I mean, you can't do it alone. It seems to me you can't do it in a vacuum. If you're going to be able to do what you did and make different choices than your mother made, not take 20 years to get over it, it seems to me there have to be some other people involved in, in terms of helping you to be able to do that. Well, of course, we all look for our, our, you know, our group of friends and our group of relatives that give us a support group. But really, I think the main thing is uh, has to come from inner strength and certain instruments that that you need to develop. And and and, and in the book that comes through what you can do, um, because you know you can have so many friends, but you know, and I tell you, last week I was having a, a personal problem because that that's ongoing for everybody. And and I remember I was talking to friends of mine on the on the phone, but then after it was eleven o'clock at night and they're going to sleep, you're stuck by yourself. So you need to have certain instruments for you to deal and cope with situations. So and it's a very painful situation. What would you say are and your inner strengths? What really helps you, as you say, to get through it at night when you are by yourself and, and you have to make those decisions? Okay, what, what, what would you def- give us two or three of them? Well, of course, one of them is, is the, 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 the certainty that this, that this shall pass. And you can do that by thinking, you know, oh, okay, you know, I've been through similar situations in the past and I've survived them. How did I do it then? And then, you know, resort to your, to your memory of, of how that process was and it will help you in the present. I think also it's important to, instead of asking why is this happening to me and such a victim, why, why, why me, why this now, you have to say for what reason, for what reason, because look, when I thought I was in, in the middle of the hole and I wasn't going to get out back then, I didn't know that right around the corner was this great opportunity and that this happened for a reason. So that also helps you get out, you know. It's, it's always, I think, that important also to, to look at the glass half full, you know, to say, you know, I may be going through this, but look at this other person who's going through this and that and that and that all together and 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 just you know just always being positive i think that's that's the best advice yeah well you say don't let the word no stand in your way as well which i think is a really good point also uh and one of the things that you say is there is such a thing as a sixth sense listen to it let's go with that one because there is something about listening to your gut and your intuition and not denying it and turn away and rationalize of course, we have we have it for a reason. I mean, biologically, it's a proven fact that we have this sixth sense, this instinct that helps us survive, um, you know, and 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 you know, and uh, and continue the species, you know. And and this is something very important that applies not just to women. You say, oh, the woman's sixth sense or the mother's sixth sense. Yes, there is, but also men have it. Everybody has it. In my case, I, I talk about how you know I discovered 
um, that my newborn child, who was nine weeks old at the time, um, my firstborn, uh, was being abused by his nanny. And, and I had the sixth sense telling me over and over that something was wrong, but everybody around me was saying, oh, you're a first-time mother, you're being paranoid. And how I went through that process and how I discovered what I discovered and the lesson that I learned from it and the lesson that I can, you know, kind of not teach because I'm not a guru or anything like that, but, but you know, pass on to other people um, from what happened to me. It, it's very important. I mean, I think that... that um, that, uh, that that's the way we have to look at life. Not yeah, I think that, the, the that, that's thing a really important point, and of course, it. having to do with your son. I mean, thinking that his nanny is abusing him, and wanting to dismiss your own feelings or your own thoughts. We all we do tend to do that, and you know, when you have people around you who you trust and who love you, and they're telling you you're, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, you're as you said, you're a first time mother. Don't worry about it. You really have to take, I think, stand back from this emotionally and be able to assess. Your own judgment. Yes, and in my case, since I work in television news, my colleagues used to say to me, you've been paranoid, you've seen too many of those stories in our show, you know, you've reported on them too much, and you start wondering. And, um, you know, but then again, you know, when you feel that gut that burns in your stomach, you have to act upon it. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I learned from, from the research I did, you know, is that, you know, people, my viewers used to call and say, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I have a feeling that my, my stepmother or my, uh, my relative or my caretaker is abusing my child. Uh, I don't have money to buy, to, to rent a camera, a hidden camera like you did. And, you know, the experts, the, the, the surveillance experts told me, listen, when somebody asks you that, tell them, you know, don't even wait to rent a camera if you don't have the money. Because, you know, seven out of ten times when you have that cut feeling that your child is being abused, more than likely he is. So just go with it because the law of probabilities is that you will be saving him from a danger situation. That's great advice. And you've had, if not all this, you've had a lot of other stuff, including you had a personal assistant who stole your identity. How did that happen? Oh, it happens. Well, this happened, as a matter of fact, in the midst of my divorces that I discovered this. She took advantage of the fact that I was very vulnerable, very affected, and devastated emotionally, and, and trying to find my direction as a mother, as a single mother, and having to deal with a TV show everyday life, which is very demanding, and I happen to be the managing editor. So I'm not just a talking head that sits there. I have to actually think and, and make decisions that are very important. And um, at the time, I didn't want to deal with my finances. I trusted her. She had been with me for many years, and I said, listen, you... you takes charge of paying bills. The last thing I wanted to do was to deal with those things. The mail used to get to my ex-husband's office, so she used to pick it up. And, you know, it was a very, very complex operation to steal from me hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is what happened. And what I discovered was very devastating as well. But you know what? Um, the lesson in there was, you know, People are going to disappoint you in your lifetime, you know, more than likely. Most people are going to, whether they're relatives, your partner, or whether it's a friend. Unfortunately, that's life. And what you have to get out of that is that when that happens to you, of course you're going to suffer, of course you're going to go through it, but at the end, you cannot let that experience rob you of your faith in humanity because when you allow that to happen, you're letting that person rob you of the most valuable thing we have, which is faith and, and, and trust in, in, in life and, and on other people. We, of course, it teaches you that you have to be a little bit you know, careful with certain things and not let your guard down completely, you know, when you're vulnerable. But, but you also have to, to live your life in a way that you don't put a wall, you know, surrounding you and that you, you know, lock up yourself from the rest of the world because you're going to be living a, a very isolated, sad life. Yeah. So 
Don't let people rob you of your faith in humanity because that's irreplaceable. Be cautious, but you take risks at the same time. You want to do both. And I think another thing you said, you know, people are going to disappoint you. And I think we can also, and and maybe you want to comment on this if we look inward, we're going to disappoint other people too. And so, you know, it's not that we're kind of our narcissistic selves sitting here judging others. We're going to be also people, we are going to be, uh, disappointing our family, our friends at different times. So we want forgiveness as well. Absolutely. And we want forgiveness and we don't want the people that we love and we disappoint, you know, to, to, to get stuck because of our actions. We want them what, to move on. What do you say, Maria, to people who read your book and they say, well, here you are. I mean, and you, obviously you, you've achieved so much. You're famous. You're a celebrity. You're an editor. Uh, this may work for you. Like when they read their book, how does the... The average person, all of us, when we read your book, how do we apply it to our life and not get into, well, she's famous, she can do this, she's smarter, she's prettier, you know, all those kinds of things and make excuses for ourselves? Well, first of all, I consider myself an average person, but, you know, and I'm successful, but I didn't start at the top. I started, you know, from the very bottom. And uh, my life has not been a bed of roses. I have been able to excel in spite of all the shortcomings because of the attitude that I had. I had, I had an, an attitude and certain instruments that helped me dealt and coped with, with, with those very difficult situations. I mean, when I started my career, and the book talks a lot about the professional side, and I think it will give guidance to people that are stuck in a, in a job or looking for to start in a career uh, on how to go about it. Because when I started, you know, one of my first jobs was, was terrible. I mean, the, two months after being on the air, they changed the news director, and he came in, the new one, and without ever seeing me on TV, he just took me out of the air and brought in somebody that, that he liked and he trusted. And um, I had the chance to, to cash in my contract like 99.9 of the people in television would have done because they had big egos, or stay there and, and have the opportunity to learn from this uh, news director who was a very uh, well-known person at the time and to, to keep growing professionally and to, to, to find out and to stay there to find maybe an opportunity in another job later instead of just going home and starting to start from scratch. And I had to swallow my pride, take a lot of humiliating blows, and, uh, and, 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 and have faith in myself and, and, and go through a lot of pain to, 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 get, to stay there and, you know, stay tall. And, my, and I remember when that happened, my, my, my uh, husband at the time told me, he said, listen, you know, you're on your way up, and he, this person is on his way down. And sure enough, fast forward 15 years later, in one of the biggest accomplishments of my career, when I went to Telemundo to work with NBC, the day of the announcement, you know, I was there in the, in top, on top of the, 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 the stage with about 60 photographers taking pictures of me and the presidents of both networks. And who do I see among the crowd? Down there. I'm up here. He's down there. That same person that made my life impossible. I was up. He was down. Little, literally what my ex-husband had said. And at that time, I had the chance of just snub him and look away. And instead what I did was I, 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 I bent down and I shook his hand, you know, because you have to be benign. Life took care of showing him what he did wrong. And life took care of, of rewarding me for what I did right. Yeah, and I think the, the word that comes to my mind is humility. And a, a lot of young people today I don't think would do what you did 15 years ago. They feel snubbed. They feel like, they, you know, in the situation that you were in, they leave. Like you said, 99%, they get out of there. They want to go on to next. But you stayed and learned from the situation, and obviously you ended up on the stage, and he ended up in the audience. Of course, and that's why 99% of the people will not be in, in, in my shoes now, because people tend to make decisions based upon the ego. I have zero ego. I, you know, I know a lot of people in my business that are, were very talented and had great opportunities, and nobody remembers them because they acted like divas 
and made decisions based on the ego. They didn't realize that this is a very ephemeral situation. Fame and fortune do not make you happy. It's just a transition, and you know, and you have to understand that you have to find things that give you strength as a human being. Much more important to to to. This is a, a marathon career, not a, a sprint, to keep you in the in the race. I like that. The ever ready bunny. That's what you need to be, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just have to keep on going. Well, you've got a great book, and uh, obviously inspirational to our listeners. So. Make Your Life Prime Time, How to Have It All Without Losing Your Soul, Maria Celeste Raris. Uh, what website can we go to get more information? You can buy the book, bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com. But is there more information about you and what you're doing and the book that we can hook into on the net? Well, absolutely. You can go in uh, Telemundo.com and look for my show, which is called Al Rojo Vivo, Red Hot Life, you know, Rojo Vivo. And, um, and you'll find there things about my career. And you can just listen. You can just Google me and you'll find, you know, a nightmare of of, of amounts of uh, of uh, websites and things that you can find information on how to get the book. Again, it's called Make Your Life Prime Time in Spanish. It's called Viva Tu Vida al Rojo Vivo, and it's the number one best-selling Spanish book in the U.S. at the present time. Oh, that's amazing. You are that. Well, I'm going to describe you again as a multimedia multi and it is it's multimedia phenomenon. And you are a role model and an inspiration to women everywhere, but also to men. Men have to look at you in a, as, as an inspirational kind of a role model as well. Well, you know, I, I've worked hard. I, I mean, I, I've had many role models in my life, and, uh, and, and if I'm one to somebody else, then all the power to it. Great. Great having you on the show today. Thanks so much, and everybody get out there and get the book. Make your life prime time. How to have it all without losing your soul. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you are listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. We're going to take a short break right now, but when we come back, Dave Peltzer is my next guest, and you've heard Dave Peltzer as well on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. So I have one of my fellow colleagues here, author, all kinds of things. Don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. What are you going to do when that big emergency strikes? Do you know how to prepare? Do you know when? What if we provided you a source to learn from and plan as you go? Listen for The Road to Ready with your host, Rick Tobin. 
Rick will offer a weekly source of reliable information and resources. You'll hear about new ideas and innovation in emergency management. Best of all, you'll have the tools to get ready for any emergency in small bites each week. The Road to Ready is heard every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to the Catherine Zox Show. I am Catherine Zox, and you are listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. I'm your social worker with a microphone. And our next guest is going to be talking to us this morning, many of you are familiar with, because he's on the Voice America Variety uh, Network, is Dave Peltzer. Dave is uh, an individual who represents overcoming adversity. Dave has dedicated his life helping others to help themselves. That's the key, and that's uh, what he talks about on his radio show as well. Dave is a former Air Force Air Crew member. He played a major role in Operations Just Cause, Desert Shield, and Desert Storm. Dave's job entailed mid-air refueling, how's that for dangerous, of the once highly secretive SR-71 Blackbird and the F-117 Stealth Fighter. While on active duty, Dave was selected as California Volunteer of the Year. He has also received personal commendations from Presidents Reagan, Bush, Clinton, and George W. Bush. In 1993, Dave was honored as one of the ten outstanding young Americans. In 1994, he was the only American to be honored as the outstanding young person of the world. That's quite an honor, the most outstanding young person of the world. Dave is also the recipient of the 2005 National Jefferson Award, which is considered the Pulitzer Prize for Public Service. Other people, other recipients who have, have, are, have been or include Sandra Day O'Connor and Colin Powell. Dave is the author of seven inspirational books, seven books. Um, most of us are lucky if we can write one book, let alone seven, and they've all been successful bestsellers. Dave's books have been on the bestseller list for well over 13 years combined. Uh, A Child Called It Alone has been on the New York Times bestseller list for over six years. And if you haven't read it, read it, because talk about an inspirational book. Dave is the first author to have four number one international bestsellers and to have four books simultaneously on the New York Times bestsellers list. That's not surprising. Four books on the New York Times bestsellers list. That's amazing also. Dave's newest book, Moving Forward, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today on the show when we get him on, is available now in bookstores. Uh, so you can uh, get his, his very latest book in bookstores everywhere. Uh, Dave is also the host of the Dave Peltzer Show, which is heard weekly on Voice America, Voice Amer- which... 
we all know. You're listening to it now, but you can listen to Dave's show as well. And you can go to DavePeltzer.com to find out when his show is on live. But you can always, as you can with my show, you can always listen to it. It's archived. Both of the shows are archived. So go to Dave's website, www.DavePeltzer.com, for more information. So that's all about Dave. He's going to be on at about uh, 10.30. So we've got a couple more minutes before we go to break. But I wanted to, you know, I am your social worker with a microphone, so um, I wanted to mention one thing. I had interviewed, and I'm always concerned, this, uh, the major uh, issue that I deal with a lot as a social worker is caregiving. And caregiving has is, is become a major uh I don't want to say problem, but it's one of the major issues that we have to contend with today, especially when it has to do with women, because millions of Americans are providing care to family members, caregivers in the United States, released by the National Alliance for Caregiving, AARP, in 2004, revealed over 44 million Americans, or an estimated 21% of all U.S. households, provide care for an adult family. Uh, the majority of the, which are women, by the way, and that's it's, it's definitely a women's issue. I think about 79% of the people who do caregiving are women, um, and nearly 60% of those caring for an adult over the age of 50 are working. These are working women. The majority of those work full-time. Um, most caregivers provide unpaid care to a parent or a grandparent, and the Women, uh, for women, because 79%, 70, 75% actually are caregivers, women, it is especially tiring and also a health hazard and a career issue. So these are all of the issues. And I wanted to refer you to uh, a guest of mine, who uh, Diane Cameron, who is the executive director of caregiving, um, community caregivers in New York State. And you can go to her website, Diane Cameron. Um, community caregivers, because I think it's an important issue, something I get a lot of uh, emails about this, uh, women taking care of families, being in the sandwich generation, having to take care of their children, having to take care of their elderly parents, uh, where can they go for help, information, support, those kinds of things, uh, because what happens is the stress is so great for women, and you know I'm very concerned with women's issues here on my show, uh, and the consequences for the workplace and career choices for women uh, women have 33%, these are some of the statistics that I've come up with, of decreased work hours, 29% pass up promotions or training, 22% have to take a leave of absence to take care of uh, their uh, either persons with chronic, chronic illnesses or their uh, aging parents, 20% go from full-time to part-time jobs, and this is particularly hard in this economy. So um, th this is a critical issue, and because I've... Uh, receive so many emails regarding this and wanting to know, you know, where they can go, where they can get help, uh, you know, women who are, this is a national problem, obviously, but I just wanted to mention Community Caregivers, which is in New York State, which is one place you can go to communitycaregivers.com and uh, for information about caregiving services, receiving uh, community caregiving services in your area, volunteering to help. Uh, people who want to help inter uh, as community caregivers, that kind of thing. So um, anyway, just thought I'd give you that little bit of information. But I think now we have Dave on the line. I've already uh, told you who he is and what we're going to talk about. So welcome to the show. Nice to have you on, Dave. We've got about one minute till break. I've already given you your intro. I don't know if you heard it or not, but you know it, so it doesn't. Yeah, I kind of I lived it. So yeah, there you go. How are yeah. you? 
I'm fine. How are you? I'm I'm just raring to go. It's another day in paradise here, you know? It's great. You're an amazing guy. I mean, it's just, I, I can't, uh, you really are an amazing person. What we want to talk about today, obviously, your book, Moving Forward, uh, which is your new book, and also, aren't you doing some filming and some stuff is happening out in California this week we want to talk about? We've got about a 30 seconds to break, so we're going to have to wet our... Well, well, let's just say we're, uh, it's Jack Bauer meets Mr. Magoo. There's always something going on, you know, whether it's uh, uh, going to Katrina, helping out, uh, visiting the troops overseas in Iraq, doing radio, TV, or, you know, doing books or whatever it is we you do. You hear the music. So, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Dave Peltzer, Catherine Sox, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Don't go away because we have lots more to talk about. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros for the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kettis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. Is it really true that nearly half of all marriages end in divorce? Get the answers to this and other questions about relationships on Relationship Radio with Jim Duzak. The program's devoted to marriage, divorce, midlife dating, and men-women relationships in general. Jim and his guest experts will have plenty of information, insights, and advice for you, all as part of a lively and wide-ranging discussion about today's relationships. You can listen Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, for Relationship Radio with Jim Duzak on Voice America. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within. Your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll free number is 866 472 5788. That number again is 866 472 5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox. I'm your social worker with a microphone here on VoiceAmericaVariety.com with one of my fellow hosts, actually, Dave Peltzer. He has his show, The Dave Peltzer Show. So you got the Catherine Zox Show and the Dave Peltzer Show on Voice America. Variety.com, and he's author of many books. Uh, he's uh, been on the bestseller list uh, for, what, 13 years? 
Uh, he's an amazing guy, and his, la- his latest book is Moving Forward. So um, during the break, Dave and I were talking a little bit. I said, tell us about your show, because you've been doing this show for, what, two years now, Dave? Yeah, it's, uh, we, we got on board with Voice America about two years ago, and it's just one of those things. I, was, I do a lot of interviews, obviously, and, and, and someone says, why don't you do this thing with us? And I thought, well, I, I don't have a lot of time. I travel 200, 300 days out of the year, and uh, it, it, it's just, it is what it is. And then we kind of figure out a way that I can do a good show once a week, and uh, I'm very proud of it. We have Pat Metheny does the intros for us, and we have Chris Cromwell from the James Bond movie uh, Casino Royale doing that. And it's kind of like a Seinfeld in the beginning. Uh, we, we used to do a section called News of the Bazaar, and you'd have all this bizarre news, or we have a, a section called, uh, a segment called like uh, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail. So forth, but now it's just become what's going on in the news today and how things affect your life, whether it be the economy and foreclosure or depression or sex or any working with kids. And you just, it's, I love it. I'm so excited to do the show. The staff is great. Uh, you know, we work with uh, uh, great people there in Phoenix and so forth. And, and it's just an amazing thing. I've always, uh, I'm kind of a romantic ever since I was a little boy. And yeah. you read it. Okay, how, how, and most people know your story. I mean, I mean, you lived through like horrendous kind of child abuse, and I mean, that's what your book's about, Child Called It, and, and uh, you provide like inspiration, motivation for everybody. You're talking about your show, look what you're doing. How did you get to this point? That's really the question. Well, okay, it's like anything else. I mean, how do you get a, a master's degree? How do you raise four kids? How do you become president of the United States? How do you, you just do it day by day, moment by moment. And to me, there's a certain... Uh, commitment to anything, and, and you've you got to really keep your head focused, and, and you just got to keep barreling through it. It's like one day, one hour at a time. How do you fight cancer? Look at Arthur Fawcett. You know, I, I, I'm going to use her on the show here this weekend, and, and, and look at the Marilyn Monroe of the 70s, and she thought, okay, this thing's going to be in and out. She'll be down for a year, two years, and two years later, she's still fighting, and it's just day by day, moment by moment. You see, I mean, it's, how do you keep a marriage together? You, you're in love. You fight, you fight, you fight. You communicate, you go through the ups, you go through the downs, and you just do whatever you do because, I, I mean, I've been very fortunate. Um, I survived one of the worst cases of child abuse in supposedly California's history. Um, I was in foster care. I used to work 40, 80 hours a week in foster care, thinking, well, when I'm 18, i, I got to have you know a couple bucks in my pocket. The Air Force didn't want me every day for six months, every morning for six months. I'd stand in front of the recruiter's office and try to get in, but they didn't want a high school dropout stuttering, uh, supposedly no esteemed foster child, because that just didn't fit what they wanted. I finally got in, and I was a cook in the field, in the swamps of Florida. And eventually, after three years of trying every single day, I uh, was fortunate enough to become an air crew member, mid-air refueling of the highly secretive then SR-71 spy plane, the Mach 3 spy plane, and then I got... Slotted uh, assistant is still fighter with us in the black. And when you think about, well, Dave, how does that work? You stuttered and no coordination whatsoever. And you have to be coordinated and obviously articulate yourself when you're flying for the United States Air Force. But, Dave, you're talking about, and I, I, I want to interrupt you, because everything that you're saying has to do with moving forward, which is, is what you've yeah. done throughout your whole life. But you also talk about something else, which I find really important if one is going to do or accomplish what you've accomplished is you also, at the same time that you're moving forward, letting go. You have to let go as well. Let's talk about that because all the stuff, you know, when you have all this negative stuff happening to you, and not just you, people who are listening to the show, you know, all whatever their stuff is, 
letting go is a big part of the process so that you can move forward. I, I, I definitely concur. I mean, because here's the thing, too, because a lot of people come so, Dave, I'm, I'm 60 years old, and my pappy, he'd been dead for 20 years, and anyway, he still abused me. I'm going, okay, Jethro, you need to slow down. Okay, you're 60. This happened at age 10. That's 50 years ago. Huh? Because they don't let go. Or people that uh, uh, call the show and say, Dave, I've been divorced for 27 years. Why can't I get a date? Because they talk about their ex-husband, their ex-wives. I'm going, okay, let's look at it this way. You know, you had a puppy, you had an uncle when you were a child, and the favorite uncle, favorite puppy, blah, blah, blah. Uncle passes away, dog gets ran over, whatever. Yes, yes, it hurts you. It's traumatic as a kid or as a young adult. But day by day by day, you do what you have to do in all things, whether it be 9-11, whether it's a divorce, a uh, medical situation. You do all that you can for the now. Now, audience, listen to us. You do all that you can. You grieve. There's anger. You do what you can. You purge it. You psychologically vomit it all out, and you keep vomiting and vomiting and vomiting. How do you feel? How did it make you feel then? Now, maybe you weren't in control. Maybe you had no power, per se. It wasn't your fault. You go through all the gambits. Whether you have friends, family, counseling, you vomit it all out. And I kind of have a saying to uh, Ms. Cox. You look at the situation for what it was, not what you think it still is, and you let it Go. You cannot go forward in life. You're not going to find love if you still hate your ex, your ex, your ex. I don't believe in exes. I believe in my former lover, my former wife, my former whatever. And maybe you had a traumatic event as a child. But now that we're 30 or 40, let's try to work through it and move on. You know, I mean, Bill Cosby's a beautiful man. You should get him on your show. He's such a beautiful man. He says this so eloquently. Hurt people hurt people. Sometimes there are no answers. Some people go on a quest. Why did this person do this or do that? You're going to waste all your time, energy, and love. And I think every day that we're not attacked, every day that we come home and, and we, we from the doctor's office and say, you know, the results are negative, every time our kids come home and we can share breakfast or dinner together, that is a beautiful day. And so it's a perspective. It is a perspective. And I think another piece to add to this, Dave, is, and this is what you're saying, this, but this is another one of I kind of truisms that I try to live by is, you know, give energy to that which you want to grow. I yeah. mean, and so I, I sometimes will, you know, I'm thinking about what you just told me, and, uh, you know, if you're talk, thinking about your ex-wife and who did this to you and who shamed yes. you and who, you're giving energy to stuff that you don't want to grow. Oh, well, I'm going to read you something, if I may. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Okay. Now, we're going to use this on the show here next this week. Emotional problems are usually created by personal relationships. Your relationships with many will be unimportant, but once in a while there will be a person in your life whom you will resent. When you resent an individual, you're really letting that impression of that person operate your mind and your emotions. You have, for the moment, signed away your freedom. You are now in bondage to unpleasant feelings. The image of that person in your mind is twisting you around with its mental fingers, so you cannot get it out of your mind, for you are no longer a free agent. The person or the situation you resent runs you. In other words, you're terminated. Get out. You have to look at the situation. You have to just take yourself out of it. You have to, you know, muddle through it. How are we going to get out of this economy? We save a penny every single day. How do you keep a love and marriage? You say, I love you every day. How do you raise kids? You, you tell them, I expect greatness from you. You're acting like a chucklehead. You're my son, you're my daughter, and I love you unconditionally every day. How do you, not, my, my friend said, Bill. They're addicted. They're addicted to drugs or alcohol. And it's one day, one hour at a time. You do what you have to do for the now. 
baby steps. That's right. People, I get so upset. If you try to tackle the problem and you look at it, well, you start with the economy, and I think uh, that's a good one because people are really stuck on that one. What are we going to do? What am I, you know, this kind of... You know what, and and, and I'm going to jump in and say this very carefully. I think what happened to us, you give us two years, that's going to be the best one of the best things that happened to us. I'm sick and tired of people thinking, well, um, um, I earned $1,000 a month, but I want a million-dollar home. Shut up. You're only 22. I don't care what you want. I want the Lexus. Shut up. I want 100 Blu-ray DVDs. Shut up. But doesn't it's, that come from the narcissism? There's a, there's a book it, out. It, and part, part of it is society. That, part of it is brainwashing. But I'm talking about personal accountability because now, USA Today reported yesterday that teens, bless their hearts, teens are working. Teens sweat out economic woes. Teens are actually doing something called mowing grass. And teens, God bless them. I tell them, if you get $100 a month from your little job, I want you to give $50 to mom and dad for food, board, shelter, whatever, and $25 on top of that for uh, PlayStation and, 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 and pay-per-view, and then $25 in your pocket. That's a 25% return. Everybody's coming together. The voices are low. We under, I mean, people are saying things are outrageous. That's why you have restaurants with discounts or we're staying in more or, or, or not doing the, the movies and so forth. I mean, in a long haul, this might be a good thing because we know, hey, 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 we can't keep charging our life away. Yeah, well, I think, Dave, the paradigm is, has, has changed, and this, and we will never go back to the way we no. were. I mean, I brought up the narcissism, narcissism epidemic because I think it still exists. You know, I deserve the big house. You t- I deserve the you know, yeah. expensive clothes. I deserve the vacation. All that kind of stuff. Uh, it's changing, and because, as you say, because of uh, situations. Of, yeah, because we have to situation. address that elephant has been in this room. Whether it's the economy, or it's been divorce, or whatever it is, or the war, the, 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 the elephant's been in the room. And elephant—that's a lot of poop, and that poop just don't go away. We got to get the elephant out and redo that carpet. For goodness' sakes, and I really think, and I'm not going to say this the wrong way. I remember being in the '80s. Flying for the Air Force, and everybody's all, all hot and bothered about Donald Trump. Donald Trump made billions of dollars. And read his book on how you can screw over people, take advantage of people, buy them out the lowest price possible, knowing what their worth is. And, and well, Donald's smart because he, he's whatever. Even yesterday, Donald Trump wants to file a lawsuit over his worth. Claiming he's still a billionaire, but he's only listed as a millionaire. Who cares? <laughs> Donald Trump really cares, right? Okay? What's the deal here? I mean, I just, I, I, I don't, I mean, maybe I really believe this, and sometimes, situ- I believe this. You're going to find out who you are, whether it's cancer, divorce, abuse, marriage, foreclosure, and who you're made of. Are you going to ask your mommy, mommy, mommy for money, and you're 50 years old, and you don't like to work because work can be hard? No. Or, or it's like these kids that come back. This generation that fights overseas right now will be one of the greatest generations this country's ever produced. Unexpectedly, they had to cowboy up and understand this war is unlike any other war in the history of the world. And this war will last another five, six, seven years. And every, I'm a former veteran myself. And I, if I go to Bethesda to talk to the troops, if I go overseas one-on-one with these guys in downtown Baghdad, they're proud of what they do, and they tell me the same thing. They said, we'll be back in a minute with Dave Pelzer and Catherine Zox on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. We've got lots more to talk about. Don't go away. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on Voice America. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Want to have behind-the-scenes access to some of the greatest minds of today? On Shift in Action, we feature leading-edge innovators who are building a more conscious, sustainable, and healthy culture. Host Stephen Dynan offers live shows with evolutionary leaders such as Deepak Chopra, Van Jones, and others who are creating new paradigms for conscious living. You can keep your finger on the pulse of the latest frontier work with our weekly transmission of inspired wisdom on Shift in Action, broadcast live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I am your social worker with a microphone, Catherine Zox with Dave Peltzer, and you're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Dave, if you're just joining us, too bad because you've missed a lot. But if you are, Dave uh, is one of these people who who represents overcoming diversity, which is what we've been talking about, and has dedicated his life to helping others to help themselves. He's an author, and he's also a radio talk show host. Uh, And you can go to his website, DavePeltzer.com. So... Dave, I forgot what we were saying before we took the break, but, you know, you've dedicated your life to helping other people. And my question, I just wanted to ask this because, you know, we don't have that much time left before the hour is over. Who are the people that helped you so that you could help other people? I mean, I think people need, I think one of the things that gets us through all this stuff is is, is mentoring, is people helping other people and, uh, you know, helping others to get to that next Step. And I think you've had a lot of, you know, I read your bio and stuff, and it seems like you've had a lot of people in your life who have helped take you there along the way. Well, you know, it's, it's, and, and it's amazing. Um, I, I do a lot of work with young adults, you know, school assemblies and so forth, and, and I ask them, well, who's your mentor? Who, who's your hero? Oh, man, Arnie Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Martha Stewart. Oh, my God. Manny Martinez. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about uh, mom and dad, huh? What about uh, the teachers? Or the, I mean, it's a, look how much we've shifted our energy and our attention to uh, FDNY or, or the fire department ever since 9-11 or, you know, police officers in a sense. And I was, you know, um, raised in the 60s and so forth, and, and, and he didn't like, you know, the, there, was, wasn't, there wasn't that Van Damme, Jackie Chan mentality, but the fact that it was my teachers that physically put their careers on the line to rescue me. 
and a police officer that took me into custody. I was uh, 12 years of age when I weighed 68 pounds, and there weren't any laws to protect babies or those trying to protect babies. And then, of course, I was put in social services, and, and my social worker uh, was so angelic, she didn't walk, she floated. She was 6 foot 18 inches, blonde hair. Her name was Mrs. Gold, Mrs. G. And she said something so beautiful, and I think uh, it's important for the audience to receive this. She says, I'm so sorry this happened to you and your mom. That was, that, that was not right, but you know what? If you can survive all that you did without any help, without any training, you can do better than that. And I expect nothing but greatness from you, boy. It was just so loving and so beautiful. Or, well, I got to, you know what she said? She is that, I mean, I don't know if Martin Luther King paraphrased her or not, but he says everyone has the, everyone has the power of greatness. This is yeah. not for fame, and that's and, what you're talking and, and about. That's, but that's greatness, what I, I, I greatness think... is determined by service. That just, I just, you know, you just kind of, that's something that I, I think about all the time. And it's so simple and so powerful because I yeah. think, I think for a while we did this, we went dormant. We went dormant. Oh, Johnny's okay. You got to promote Johnny to sixth grade because his parents almost got a divorce. You don't want to hurt Johnny's feelings. Well, you came in last place, but we're going to give you a gold medal for first place. No, 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 no. I mean, when I talk to young adults, I tell them that. I'm saying, I'm sorry about the divorce or this or God forbid something horrible, but you know what? If you can survive it at your age, if you can survive cancer, you can survive the flu. I expect greatness from each and everybody. You know? No more meteorocracy. Well, good enough for government work, Mr. Pilser. L to the no. This but is make a sure, good I think, at least, and I don't, I, I mean, getting back to the Martin Luther King quote, greatness, greatness, but not fame. Because I think where the, the, some of these young kids today are tied up with the fame, American yes. Idol, I have to be famous. You have to be great. Well, well look at famous. all these, these, these garbage reality shows. You have people, young adults, yelling, screaming, swearing at each other because they, I mean, and, and they're all trying to sleep with the next Snoop Doggity Dog, Rock of Love, Flavor Flav. I love you, Flavor Flav. I love you, too. What flavor flavor? Haven't you already sired 11 children and every week you fall in love? Or people, no disrespect, but Sean Puffy Combs, P. Diddy, he used to spend $5 million on a birthday party to himself. To himself, his vast greatness. I'm going to come on. Oh, please. You know, and actually, P. Diddy uh, was upset that the Queen did not invite him to Buckingham Palace. And, 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 and he's upset that because uh, uh, he, has to, he can't fly a private jet that much no more. Okay, well, come on. I mean, there's, there's an old saying, I, I, uh, I was talking last week about uh, Manny Martinez and, and how he made a huge mistake, and it's going to cost like $154,000 a game to be benched from the L.A. Dodgers. And I came up with a uh, twisted uh, question, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Jumping Joe DiMaggio played with bad knees. He shouldn't have played at all. Bad back, bad knees, the guy couldn't even walk. Barely swung a bat in the last two seasons of his game. But you know, Joe stepped up. He had a gift. He used his gift to the best of his abilities. And you need people like Joe DiMaggio. That's why I think America embraces Lance Armstrong, Oprah Winfrey, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, or Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett made a lot of mistakes. She screwed up. But you want to talk about at the end of the day, this woman, God bless her heart, she has a question that, that she asked her audience. And I'm going to ask her audience the same question. She says, I'm fighting for my life, she says. I believe in another day in another way. What are you fighting for? Let's say that again to our audience, Ms. Cox. America, what are you fighting for? Why are you in love? Why are you still married? Why are you in college? You're fighting for a It's not a job. It's a campaign. It's a mission. And the mission in the campaign never ends. You do all you can today, yeah? And then tomorrow, cowboy up again, 
I saw her piece. Uh, it was last week. I went, I went, uh, Wasn't that something? Night. Yeah, it was very painful to watch. I found it very, well, very... You know, you know what? I'll, I'll say this out of respect yep. to her. I have, I've had... Uh, I remember one time I was at the Maui Writers Conference, and there was this schlub of an agent that I contacted years before whatever fame or notoriety, and, and, and he was just a horrible person, so I'm goofing on him. And he says, you know, Mr. Pelzer, that book a child called it, I, I just could never... I could never read that. It would be too hard me to read. I just, I, I just can't go there, Mr. Pelzer. So my best Grand Torino Clint Eastwood voice, really? Imagine living it yourself, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, and it's, it's a, it's, it's well, a horrible it's thing, thing to watch. Say, I can't, it's too but, but hard imagine, to watch I mean, that not poor watch thing. it. I watched it and it was painful. Yeah. Not that I stopped watching it. Oh, yeah. And bless, you know, and, and you have to. That, that show is good yeah. for our young adults. That show is good. And, and they're actually saying because of, you know, it's, she has rectal cancer and so forth and and, 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 and the fact, you can look at that and you see the love in her eyes, and you know for a fact that Ryan O'Neill loves her to death. Yeah, you can tell. You, and I at mean, the end of the day, after yeah. all they've been through, you know, love is all you need, you know, and God bless their hearts. And that's why it's good for stories like this. It's good to see, talk about Joe DiMaggio. It's good to talk about, okay, I remember in, in, in 2007 things were bad for us, but now 2012 things are great because we all bundled together. Look what happened in World War II. Everybody, little boys, girls, Bikes, rides, uh, uh, they, they collected rubber, meat, uh, rationing. They all banded, bonded together. It's right after 9-11. America bonded together. Well, and I think that's beginning to happen now, too. I mean, you know, I think so. Because but we've, of the, got, Dave, we've got three minutes left, and I do want to, because we started in the beginning of the show, this, what you're doing in California, what you're doing for the next three days. Can I have no idea. I'm Jack Barr. I have no idea what I'm doing in the next five minutes. But bottom <laughs> line is that we're, we're actually going to film a, a radio show here, which is a big thing for us. We're going to come to Abode Opels and... Look at the flags and the coins and all the paraphernalia, and uh, we're going to tape a radio show, videotape it, and we'll see what happens. No, it's it's that's that's tomorrow, and that's another day. Do not worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yeah. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I yep. think that I yeah I, I haven't heard is that yours or is that no that's actually a, a quote from the Bible, Matthew seven, cornucopia of knowledge, America, keeping up with the speed of life. I, I really like that. I don't know if I really like it, but it's it's true. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, I think we could uh, say goodbye on that one. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Ms. Cox, for having me as a guest and for all the work you're doing and for inspiring good Americans to cowboy up and step up and make a difference. Thank you, and I and I want to make sure that everybody. Uh, well, they do know that, but they can buy your new your latest book, Moving Forward, right? Books yes, ma'am. And, yeah, and uh, DavePelzer.com, More information website and to get more information about you. And what else? Do I leave anything out? Ma'am, nope. Life happens. You just got to roll with it. You got to roll with it. Great. Have a gr- have a great day. Have God bless you, day. ma'am. Yep. Bye bye. Great talking to you, Dave Pelzer, and you can uh, listen to his show on VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmericaVariety.com, the Dave Peltzer Show, and uh, go to DavePeltzer.com, as I said, for more information. I'm Catherine Zox. I am your social worker with a microphone on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Next week, my guest, uh, my host, my co-host will be back with me. So I hope you have a great day and a great week and uh, a great Memorial Day. hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox.